talk and go on. Laugh and go on. Laugh and go on. Attack and go on, is it? Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> and this is Laugh and Guan Talk, first episode of season one. Um, I am one of your hosts, I am Britt Miller. And this week we have juicy topics, but before we dive in, I'm going to allow the other panelists to introduce themselves. So I'm just going to swing the mic over. Wow, Grandpa. Can. You don't know, say, boy, you're the boy, they're on the panel and them thing there, no. I laugh and go on with say. Ah, ah. Hi, it's Looks by Lala. Um, joining with us and have a chat and let's just get into discussions. We also have a special guest with us, um, Zaya. Hi, Zaya. Hi, guys. And we're going to dive into the topic of... Uh, what makes you eligible to be a good godparent or a godparent in the first place? And what are the expectations? So, we're going to start with Yadi Boy. So, Kamal, what do you feel makes you eligible to be, <laughs> to be a godparent? Oh, my God. Oh my God. Anyway, we go over to you first. <laughs> I feel like everyone's got their giggles on the panel today. What makes you eligible to be a godparent in the first place? Never mind what's the expectations. Well, yeah, if you see the quality in that person, why you want to ask them to be a godparent to your child in the first place? Firstly, you have to have a bond with that person. You have to know them for many, many, many years. I agree. For real. And them thing there. Yeah. You have to see that they are good people you know what i mean not them people that just come wrong when it's good to them but then did it in the bad times as well mm-hmm. so as somebody like that you have to look for them characters right so you feel like you've got to have such a strong bond with somebody to be even in their mind to be a godparent in the first place right so zaya what are your thoughts on this well, a godparent is someone that's always going to be there in the time of need, not just financially, but supportive. Support. Yes. Um, it doesn't, I don't think it really matters on the timing that you've known the person because you could have a strong, strong bond and that person could have. Um, that person could have better. Um, have been more supportive yeah. to you than someone that you've known for years and years and years. So there's different things that you have to look for in a godparent, not just someone that's always, not just someone that's been there from since you've had the baby. Like they've always been around your highs, your lows, your good, your bad, everything. So, yeah. So you feel like it's just it's just got to be a good character like that you've known for a while and have you know maybe like built a friendship or a rapport with. Doesn't matter how long you've you know you've known. It doesn't make it any different someone that you've known for five years as opposed to someone that you've known for for like I don't know a month. But I must admit, and there's no shots fired here, but I do feel like I see godparent titles flying left, right, and center these days. I feel like people, not me obviously not me because i am a godparent for my nephew shout out to nathan in his good clean bed but i feel like people are throwing out godparent titles to people that they feel like they can benefit from 
I don't mean like you got to be rich, but I feel like they might see somebody with a good godparent, somebody else's child, and then they just think, oh yeah, I I know him, or yeah, I know her. Let me just uh, go and try and get piece of the cake on here, and you know, will he be my my kid's godparent? I don't feel like it's a thing where you just not think about it. I feel like it's a lot more deeper to other people. Um, I feel like for me, if I had a child. I'm not just going to ask any random person that just because I know them and I say that, that that they're giving out gifts or being a good godparent or being even mutually supportive. Not even forget about the gifts and the money. Being a godparent is a commitment. I feel like it's one of them ones where you've got to be sure about godparents, like a second parent, the godparents. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's what I think. Hey ho, what do I know? I ain't got no kids. But you got to have trust, exactly. So LaShawn, looks by Lala, let the people know what do you think about you know the godparents topic well meeting some girls just enough enough and enough and enough just very enough because you can't um ask somebody to be godparent because you think oh um um you can do the nursery run or you can do the the, the food shopping or you can go do this for me or you can have this child because i'm going to work not because i don't think you have to know the person. I think you have to have a relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. You can't just be red eye and grudgeful and want to be make somebody godparent. I don't think that's. I don't think that. I think some people are just enough. And I think mm-hmm. in today's society, so many people are having kids and they need the support. And most people they don't have, you know, they don't have the support from family or dad. So they think, Ole, let me be, let me make somebody a godparent, or let me draw near to friends. And that's not what it, that's not what it is. A godparent is somebody that's gonna love the child as their own, not just there for Christmas and birthdays. They actually want to be there for that child, and I think that's what people get wrong. So do you feel like if you if you're in a position where you know you feel like you've been I don't know as someone ever asked like if someone was to ask you to be their child's godparent but you know nothing about this no. child you've not met this child no, they're, not, they're, they're not the kid's last name or the middle name would you accept no no because you're not carrying the camera on your son the man if you come get a your style no don't make me a godparent for that no 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 you're gonna pay money nice clean fatty porn and get out your plot don't ask me for the godparent because you see i can do all these things and you think you can um or you can see or for instance you see that i'm i own a shop and that i work you know, on my own, I don't have a nine-to-five, so I choose when I work. So you're going to say to me, oh, can you pick up the child at this time? And can try to use, don't try to use people. Make sure you want them to be godparents because you genuinely love them as people and want them to be around your children and, and want to want them to help input in growing your child. Just for some people out there that might be in some predicament. So say that, you know, you've, you've, got, you've got a friend. They're not really a friend, but they're your friend. Um, and then out of nowhere, they ask you to be the god mom or the god dad or whatever the case may be. I know sometimes I panic and I say some dumb shit like, you know, I panic on my driving lessons and press brake when I meant to accelerate. But hey ho. Um, how do you feel like it's a thing to decline such an offer? Because at the end of the day, we we have to admit children are a gift from God, and being a godparent is a beautiful thing. Do you know what I mean? It's nice to that someone even thought about you mm-hmm. in the sense of, oh, if anything happens to me, I would want this person to be a good role model or, you know, look out for my kid. I'd want them to be there for my son or daughter. So it is, it's a nice gesture. When you really think about it, you think, oh, someone's really, you know, thought about me like that. Yeah. But, you, you know, what, what, what would you think 
it, it, what if you in yourself know that you know I don't want to be this kid's god godparent, but you know this, this mom or this dad's asking me anyway. What do you guys think? You know is a is a good way to swerve on a nice way. Just say I don't think I'm the right match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I is me find it difficult to say no to mm-hmm. things. Even when I know logically, can I have hundred pounds? For that one, me I can say no. Come on, stupid. Me the bank. <laughs> but no, I, f- I find it difficult to say no to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to like, if someone was to ask me to be a godparent, yeah, I'm like, I think I'm thinking. Because you're, right. you're in that whole thing of you're you're in that whole thing of. It's a nice gesture, what I've said before. It's a nice gesture. It's a it's a special feeling someone thinks. I don't think people understand. It's such a high... It's a big, high responsibility to have. And it's a nice thing when people think of you. So, I, I get what you're coming from. Do you think it's because you don't have kids of your own where you're like, yeah, I'll be the godparent? Because I don't have none to run about, run around, so I might as well. No, no, because... Before the thoughts of people having kids, mm. I've always loved kids anyways. Mm. Because stem from my yeah, brother. My yeah, live for, live for power for your talk, man. No, you see no. them people here with their loose argument? No, 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 no. Yeah, leg of the talk, man. Leg of the talk, man. Yeah, big, a big people talk with the pan, you know. A big people talk with the pan. Yeah, stop running them foolish jokes, man. <laughs> nah, but it stems from like when I was little with my little brother and just used to watching him run about. Like, I just love. Cause it's so cute when the little but once they get to a certain age, me say yo, you won't go about your business. I've been about you again. But but obviously as a godparent, you can't even do that as a parent. So it's one of them ones. But you have that thought in your head, like yo, we want to be man. So Zaya, you're a parent. Um, and how would, how would, how did you? sort of tackle this whole selecting godparents for your child well zane is six and he hasn't been christened yet um i don't really feel the need to christen him Mm -hmm. as the people that i would have made godparent didn't need to stand up in church i'm not really religious to be going to church and i'm not pushing a religion on my child Mm -hmm. for him to go to church as his dad is a muslim Mm -hmm. a converted muslim and that was his own choice so it's for zane to choose what he wants to be when he's older um so for the godparents like we've had the conversation and he said well it's up to you if you want to christen zane but the people I would make godparents have always stuck to that role of being a godparent without them standing up in church. Yeah. Zane knows them people as auntie or uncle. And if it came down to it, or if me or his dad were in trouble or not here or whatever, I know that Zane would be able to turn to them with no question about it. There is people that I wouldn't have made godparent, but have also done a godparent role or picking godparents is quite hard i was very young when i had zen i was 16 and the hype of everyone like yeah can i be godparent and oh yeah i'm asking and wanting to be godparent like and 
the friends that I had around me then while I was pregnant are not the same people that I have around me now. So me making them godparent then would have been like, well, we're not friends now. I don't know if I could have had that, made them godparent and then them still be around for my child as we are no longer as close as we were. Um, A godparent is a big responsibility. and. It's not just something that you can think of overnight. I remember when I said, yeah, I'm going to christen Zane and whatever. I changed his godparents a good three, four times. And the godparents that if I was to wake up tomorrow and say, right, I'm christening Zane, them people that I have in my heart are his godparents. have Three of them have been there from the get-go. Two of them are my cousins mm. and one of them is his dad's best friend. Right. Um, so I know that. You know, that's the close yeah, people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a godparent is a big, big, big responsibility. responsibility. And also I look at my own godparents mm. and how they've treated tra- me and big up my godparents because <laughs> I'm 23 and they're still doing for me. So... Yo, you like big up yourself. Godparents is not like going to Asda and picking up some some apple or some nuts or some almond or whatever. <laughs> and I think that's what some people think. Oh yeah, let me just be this god child's godparent. Post two two pictures on Instagram. Post two two pictures on Snapchat. Oh yeah, yeah, I came to see him. Not even and you go visit the child. Not even that sweet in your hand. Too long and you go visit the child. Oh hi, hi God, Godson. That's it. That's not what godparents are. No. Uh, you're supposed to be there for the child. Not saying that you're you're not the parent. You don't have to be there financially. Yeah, you're not the parent. You're not the parent. Get granted, you're not the parent, but you're supposed to be there for that child you're supposed to help grow that child you're supposed to have an input in that child's um when that child becomes an adult they can look at you and think you know what this person's taught me stuff when i was a child that's what a godparent is it's not just like you go to the market to pick fruits that's not what it is so do you feel like do you feel like for some people who just you know just be throwing titles at people like darts to be godparents <laughs> Do you feel like they don't have a religious views on it? Because I, f- I feel like it's also like a religious thing as well. For me, personally, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, you're a godparent. And it all comes together with all that tying in for Christian and all that stuff. So, I feel like some people that will just throw the godparent card at people just because they can get some things. I feel like they don't also value the, well, just the, the mere thought behind it. But also the, the, the religious side of it. Do you know what I mean? Like the religious thinking that, oh yeah, you know, this is someone's godparent and it's, it's a lot deeper than it is. Godparents don't need... I think, alright, this is what I'm not understand. And this is why I'm my niece's goddaughter. I mean, god godmother, because at the end of the day, my niece is always going to be my niece. Mm. She's never going to change. Even if Mr. said to the Mrs. I'm going to like you, don't chat to me. Mr. can go and talk to my my niece because mm. she's always going to be my niece. I, I think... Probably give, it, give you her. I should happily give me her. But the thing I'm thinking about is you, godparent as well don't need to be financial all these people oh my, my child needs some a pair of balenciagas you have like three us but balenciagas and you want me to contribute 500 pounds are you mad i've got my own kids and i got my own life are you mad that's not what it's about you can't just pop up godparents have their own lives and they have their own children and have their own bills to pay you can't expect them to be bearing gifts like santa claus yeah it's a misconception because we all them that do it are like people in a jamaica like yo big man 
be get a 200 pound if you can do it. Mm. And then they say, all right, me, me try to start that thought. And then, quick clap, yeah, yeah, then change. Put, put another two pound that there. Mm. Like, mm. yo, big man, me do ever have the two for send you. Mm. And yet you want me to put another two, so make it four. You know, you have to leg yourself. There's a, you know, expect too much. Yeah. You know, they expect too much. Your England not easy as I want to think it is. Liberty makes me bad. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Do you know what? I've, I've got a Jamaican. My godmom is Jamaican, as we all are. But shout out to Auntie Sally, because... My auntie Sally did not shower me financially, but I'm telling you now, even to this day, I can call my auntie Sally for anything, for like support. I'm sure if I asked her for something and she had it, she would have easily given it to me. Do you know what I mean? I can vouch for my auntie Sally like that. When I was younger and growing up with my nana, I used to go to my auntie Sally every, like every day or every other day. My grandma could leave me with her from, from dusk till dawn and she would never call and say, come get her. She'd literally, we'd be in the back garden and we'd literally, her mom was buried in the, in the back garden. We'd, we'd, we'd wash the grave that was tiled with the stuff. We'd wash it all the time and sit and talk and she'd give me snacks till I pop. And we used to, you know, sit, even my own sister, that's not her, her goddaughter, because we've got different, you know, different godmoms or whatever. She used to treat my sister like her own goddaughter. Do you know what I mean? So it's this, this that thing as well. It's like if you've got one godparent, and you might have, I don't know, let's say three kids. Mm. That godparent can can also obviously shadow the other two. Not say that they that you're not my goddaughter or whatever, but because you've got the three kids and I don't want to take out one before the other. Mm. But I genuinely feel like in this day and age, it has something to do with society as well. They've got this stigma, this thing where it's like, oh, well, you know, my god my god my godfather my daughter's godfather bought her a a monk like coat or a Gucci shoes. Oh, so let me now. Let's say I have a kid now. Let me go find ten godparents to give me five Montclair, two Gucci. Like it's Corona outside. People are getting furloughed. Who's got money for that? <laughs> Who, who's got money for Gucci and Louis? We haven't even got light enough. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> our lights on emergency. <laughs> so what? <laughs> the lights on emergency. So why, like, it's just, it's this thing, you know, but obviously Jamaica's like a, a, a different sort of thing when it comes to godparents, because if you find a good one that's rich and can give you their money, then kudos and um, good luck to you. My godchildren better know they're coming to my house and having super noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so my mind picnic then go have some tough crackers and water and go out there and bed enough cause I don't think that we used to go up pan. Come do I've no oxygen. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, but I'll be a good god mom and I'll have the um I'll have the oxygen and the good things then, but best believe that you can't bring hey, your kid to my house. You can be, you can be my child's godmother. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that because I, I I don't you know it could be a work in progress but for now it could just be a thought you know um, I've got one godson shout out to my godson also my nephew Nathan Lee in his good nice clean bed but whilst we're on the topic of Jamaica we also wanted to dive into a very you know looked on thing how they give the Jamaican them the bad name see them talk about the Jamaican energy 
the god pitting them no money they want done with, with like angry with change because we're jamaicans there's some excellent jamaicans out there you know speaking for myself i'm an excellent jamaican you know we wanted to talk about as well the whole dancehall embashment scene why does every dancehall embashment song why is it all affiliated with sex and pom pom mom if you're listening i'm sorry <laughs> That was just a topic I had to just read it. So I'm just going to swing over to the man of the hour. <laughs> yeah, you know, say, I in high culture, the thing set as well, you know. Yeah. Them say. I don't know about that. Wait. It's the culture? I don't know about the culture, because I, I don't know about the culture, man. I don't know about the culture. But, but, for your little and the go, I them sang the yeah, yeah, but... Mm-hmm. You see, yeah, you see, you see, you see, thing it change up from from the eight the two thousand, from eight the two thousand appear that yeah, 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 yeah. back back in the nineties or earlier on before I said good old dance or reggae vibes. You did that year, and but even, since cartel come on the scene, everybody are follow cartel. Mm-hmm. You see, even videos, even the videos like back in the day, yeah, they might be talking about pom pom and body and whatever, but the videos weren't as explicit it, as they are no. now. Yeah. These videos, your children can't be watching them. Our parents used to have that music played around us. Now I can't play certain songs around my child because of the videos and what he's seeing. It's ex- it's exploiting sex quite a bit, I think. Well, I've got a different view, as always, per usual. I feel like... Growing up in Jamaica, you're right, you're right, you're right, Yadi. I've always heard about, well, especially Vibes Cartel. But I feel like these days it's just getting completely at hand. I grew up in a, well, firstly, I grew up in a Christian-like household with my grandma at first. So I had a, a, a mix of both. Even my mom, she's Jamaican and she's, you know, she, she can get loud and leery, but she's not one of them people that would be blasting out, pitch at me and you, you want me, like... She's not that she, she's not that person. Do you know what I mean? So I walk up to Barry's Hammond and you know it's time to get them up and start cleaning. Yeah. It's not until I moved to Kingston and got a bit older where we was exposed to like a lot of and don't get me wrong, in my grandma's house, obviously we went to school, we heard Vice Cartel and his nastiness. But you know, can't kind of like it's a bit of a bopper. But I feel like now it's it's become a part of the culture. Not not by choice, but by force. Because if this is what he's selling, you know, and you've got the, the biggest influential artist in Jamaica singing about these things, obviously it's going to become a part of the culture. But Molly didn't sing about no skin out. But it's not, in, it's not just in Jamaica culture, Jamaican culture. It's all over. Look at Cardi B and um, Megan's song. Um, and, that's, and that's a catchy song. Um, and... All the little kids are singing that, but they don't know what they're singing. But it's the beat that's catchy. They know the, what they're singing. No, but I, f- I feel like they know exactly what they're no, singing. but I, f- I feel like I feel like yeah, okay, I get that what you mean. Explicit music's all over the world, but I feel like when you say um, bashment and skin out your catches, it's all oh, the Jamaicans. When you when when you meet somebody, I don't know about for anybody else, but when I meet when you meet anybody, friends, a guy that you want to date or talk to, are oh, you Jamaican? Oh, so you know to wind up yourself then? What, yeah. what is yeah. the thing with that? What's all that about? No, son, that me get you know, so wait. You smoke weed. I don't want to get you know. You wind up yourself, you can cook aki and selfish. But, uh, th- th- like, the, the, back to the question, why is 
most of the songs in dancehall affiliate what is dancehall i think that's the question what does dancehall mean to you well to me dancehall mean a good time still you know i mean if you lose up my waistline just get what, a nice song? slow what, what you brought Wait, for, for me for me the dancehall was more of the slow the slow look of grooves. Me things are going. That's what. Yeah, them thing there. But then the basement side came in, and then like it got a bit raw That's in the dancehall. It got raw. In other words, Vibes Cartel was born. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, Gaza forever. <laughs> As one gone, the next one born. Introducing Vanessa Bling. As Gaza Slim. <laughs> so are you guys? Are you against this or are you with it? Are you with it or against it? Me, me, they with the Yana still. But some of the time, they can just censor the things. And all I tune them when they sing, them have to sing about pump pum and all of this. See, I'm like how you have in England when it comes to the grime thing. All of their music about shanking up this brother, have gone there, so I sell drug this, bitch this, who that, all of them things there. Yeah. And I, you know, if it sends some positive message at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Do you want some policy me- positive? Why can't I even talk? <laughs> this is politics. <laughs> no positive. Drill don't send no positive message anywhere. But I mean, like for dancehall, I just feel like the whole thing's changed. I feel like not not by choice, but by force. Some artists might think, oh, I'm I'm singing a little reggae song or a little bashment, big things are gone for your honey. And then it started selling when people were singing skin out yeah. and they're thinking oh well girls in the parties are now winding themselves and jumping and killing themselves walking necks and all this and it's selling so let me jump on the bandwagon i feel like that's how it became a real real thing do you know what i mean that's why i respect coffee i respect coffee so much because she's singing all positive stuff you'll never hear coffee saying skin out your skin out this skin out that but she she makes don't tell a song i look at lockdown me i got put you up on a lot that's not reggae that's not reggae. That's dancehall. May I go put your pound lap? No. And she uh, will make two us as well, you know. And she make two us, two us on a, re- I know, I know, I know, on a reggae. So yeah, two us down global. Everybody around the world, our boss new dance move to you. Because even like mm. Michelle Obama says that's on her workout list. Vice cartel, you're pretty for me, man. Bob Walker. You, might, you know, Mr. Obama might be juggling the pretty girls alone. Pretty girls, but you won't ever go to know. Do you know what I mean? I've got friends that are <coughs> Caucasian and <laughs> censored. <laughs> I've got Caucasian friends. Shout out to all my Caucasian friends and family members. Mm. I've got Caucasian friends that listen to dancehall and I mean, they don't know what the hell it's saying, but the beat sounds sick and it's tick. And that's all they say. Up, I got friends that I go clubbing with, and they play in in the Caucasian clubs. No, I the one thing. Yeah, the the one thing me not understand though. Like when it, when they go out one club, say for like Lloyd's, mm-hmm. the only the only Jamaican sang yeah yeah ah Sirani no games Shanda Paul give me the light I get busy. You know I hear nothing else. You know. And then things said that I only ch- the that I only think them things are affiliated with dancehall. Mm-hmm. Why hear some something explicit? You see, them them tune they kind of out of date right about no, you know. <laughs> but when me and them play, some more I hear the explicit. Did you, did you mean explicit? Explicit. See, explicit. Explicit. 
I'm going to be the character injector selector. <laughs> that means it meant explicit. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, when I feel, I don't know, clubs like that, they probably just want to be more versatile because we're in England. There's obviously, you know, a mixture of people. Um, well, and they want people to say, to, to not understand. My friends, when they're here, just give me the lies. I'm thinking, oh, 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 this, let's go on the dance floor. I had a colleague that I used to work with, and he used to come in singing Shanda Paul. <laughs> and that's it. Eh? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> some give it to some give it to <laughs> And I, I guarantee you, he did not know what he was saying at the, at the beginning. Because sometimes I get a bit confused at what Shanda Paul is saying. Shanda Paul. But then again, I seen Shanda Paul live. I went to see Shanda Paul live in Liverpool. And Shanda Paul has energy. Like when I was, I mean, I was jumping like an energizer bunny. I was, and I wasn't drinking. He's like, I mean, like he had the crowd lit. So Shanda Paul, if you listen to this podcast, follow Iron Brit Miller and be lost little hair and big up yourself. Looks by Lala. And Yadi underscore 94. All social medias. And Zayla. Is everyone plugging their Instagram? Because I'm cropping this bit out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to follow Iron Bit Miller and be like, I don't know, everybody, forget all that. They're plugging all of them, a lot of plugging their Instagram. You don't have no hair anyway. So, <laughs> 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 no, I'm definitely plugging that bit out. <laughs> and on that note, we want you to join in on the conversation. We want you to comment and, you know, express yourself, tell us how you think. Tell us about any, you know, the topics or whatever we've covered today. Um, you know, what what are your perceptions? What what do you feel like a god a good godparent or someone picking a godparent should look for in somebody? Tell us what you think about the whole dancehall scene being all explicit and talking about women's bits and bobbies. And that's just talk and guan. Laugh and guan. Laugh and guan. Attack and guan, is it? <laughs> yeah, you know what I have to say, even though I didn't name my own podcast. Yeah, I am Britt Miller. <laughs> this is Yardy Boy. May I tell you, say, show your name, laugh and go on. Do your outro. I look, I look good job. I look good job. I look good job. I just wanted to see if everyone was awake and, and listening. So, I am your host again. I am Britt Miller on Laugh and Go on Talk podcast. And I'm signing out. Bye. Bye, guys. Yeah, the boy out. <laughs> <laughs>